deafening silence. The festival of Loi Kratong last week came as a relief to us all in our stress and suffering during this difficult time. What marvellous tranquility descends across the nation as the festival of floating lights sets ponds and streams aglow with the flickering green gleam from a million candles carried in a million tiny banana leaf boats. Here and there at selected venues, super cartons decked out like Mississippi showboats illuminate the scene. Ooh, ah, riding there in the streamlight ocean liners amid a flock of native canoes. They offer a focus for our natural admiration of all things bright and beautiful and big. Ah yes, Loi Cretong, so much the showcase of familiar traditions and values. The song you know and love is played year after year in every department store and supermarket. Loi Loi Cretong, Loi Loi Cretong, Loi Loi Cretong. You know how it goes. How comforting it sounds as we steer our shopping trolleys up and down the aisles. How strong our anticipation grows as we hum along. This year has been different, as we know. Many of us did not get to hear the much-loved melody at all, having given up shopping as a leisure time activity. Our family watches television instead. We have all the programmes, HBO, last year's films, Cinemax, last year's films, AXN, the Action Channel, last year's films about men who exposed chests and moody women who ruffled hair. Fashion, women with exposed chests and moody men with ruffled hair. And my favourite, MCM, gloomy looking French people singing rap music. If you haven't heard Gallic rap, well it sounds pretty much like the Loi Cretong song with guitars and shoulder shrugs. I guess they are not actually singing about Loi Cretong as such, but whatever it is, the look on their faces tells me that they have not been paid. This fits a pattern. The cable country company UTV, uninteresting television, tells us it's going to give us 13 fewer channels for the same bargain price at the end of this year. This is what we call business in the land of the lucrative uh, concession. We can expect more of the same from the planned merger with IBC, Intolerable Broadcasting Company, to create a monopoly in total control of the cable universe. Imagine what lies ahead. Compulsory cable subscriptions, slot television, viewing fees charged by the minute. This is our first year at our new place in Soi Tong Law, so each season brings us a fresh surprise. One such unexpected experience is the Loi Kratong Advance Warning Service, provided by our local police station. A month before the event, occupants of the police comp compound begin firing off signals. Soon, the banging and blasting was going on constantly all day long. At first we thought it might be pistol fire, but it turned out to be firecrackers and cherry bombs. 
We called the police station to ask what they thought about all these explosions. They said they had no idea what we were talking about. They had no heard nothing. If there was any such thing going on, they said it must be connected with Loy Craton. This was back in the middle of October. We have a clear view of the police station and the flats behind. Each day we could see a gang of up to 20 boys and young bucks gathered in the car park next to the station or in the open area between the block of frats throwing firecrackers at each other and setting off explosions in boxes, buckets and tin cans. Yet each time we called the duty officer, we got the same sort of answer. It was almost comical standing there overlooking the scene with the explosions ringing in our ears, talking to a policeman who if he could not hear them directly must have heard them down the telephone line because they obliterated the sound of our own voices. Yet who continued to maintain that what we heard was not actually happening? At one point, we asked if it was against the law to throw fireworks or set off explosions on state property. The answer came back, and what if it is? Another officer moaned that even if he told the kids to stop, they would just carry on when he went back inside. Eventually they told us that if we wanted to complain, we should send a report to the chief inspector. We did so. He did not bother to reply. Not unless you count the cherry bombs. His silence, you might say, spoke volumes. What strikes me as most significant in all of this is not the obvious fact that our police station is doing its level best to liven up a dull old festival, nor that as a result some policemen are now so deaf that they cannot hear explosions going off within 50 meters of their desk. What really impresses me is that our policemen are ready to admit to anyone who asks what they are helpless to prevent law breaking inside their own station. There's honesty for you.